No. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Hi, everyone. This is Old Books Podcast. Our special Halloween edition. Yay. We read old stuff, in this case, and then talk about it. That's right. And, and today we have a special guest. We have two special guests. What? Two? Yeah, oh. we have we have an annoying <laughs> bitch and bueno. That's not nice. Uh, so Bueno joins us. He he's uh, he's a friend of ours, and he's joining us as a special guest. Very exciting. Bueno, say hello. Hi. No, that's not nice. <laughs> that's super creepy. Hello. Yeah, less H's, please. <laughs> How is it going? Less Stewie <laughs> Griffin. Oh. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Will Fatman? <laughs> Will, how are you, Fatman? <laughs> uh, I hate all of you. <laughs> hey guys. The other guest that you'll be hearing throughout this podcast is my dog Ahsoka, who's yes. on my lap, and she doesn't like strangers, and so she'll be periodically growling at Bueno, probably around the time that he starts speaking, as she's reminded that he's here. Um, she's my soundtrack. Yeah. Every time I talk, it's you your growl. growl. Yeah. It's like DMX. Yeah. Like, it's, like your, it's like your ex-wife is here or something. Oh, exactly. no. <laughs> so we read, um, we read a bunch of stuff for this episode. We read uh, the, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Yes. And we read five different stories from Edgar Allan Poe. I should have had the list ready, but it's the, the case of <coughs> Vladimir... The masquerade of something, the cask of something. Jesus. <laughs> you know, we. I assume we all remember. Uh, I know what I read. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I read the, the strange. The ca- I don't know. <laughs> so these stories we read. Is oh, there you go. The city in the sea. Yeah. Yes, I said that. The masquerade of the red death. I yes. said that too. The facts in the case of M. Vladimir. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. And the cask of Amontillado. <laughs> the one you laughed at so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then, <laughs> and lastly, <laughs> and then the Raven. The Raven, yes. And because this is a Halloween special, so we all have to read the Raven. That's right. Someone uh, was against it, but we 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 uh. I wasn't voted, against. We it. voted her out. It was so okay. There so was a vote. Yes, there no, was a vote. There was no vote. So, uh, we can start with. Damn, if we... St- okay, well, we can start with the Edgar Allan Poe stuff because uh, we just finished it now. What did you guys think? Um, First of all, the narrating was amazing. It was good, but for me, the audio quality, because it was so old... So the, the ones that we read were narrated by Vincent Price and some other old dude. Yes. <laughs> so uh, ba- Basil Rathbone. Yeah, that guy. So... <laughs> It was kind of hard to understand at some How points. How is Bueno already better than you at this? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I'm getting dirty looks right now, for those of you who can't see it. Which is everyone. No, no. The, our YouTube followers will be able to see. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's right, Bueno. They can see you. That's right. <laughs> Me not pick my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Mm-hmm. I always do. Never more. <laughs> what did you guys think? Uh, which part? Which one? Which one are we the, talking all about? All the stories in general. Um. So, I didn't listen to all the stories. What? I you don't admit that. I mean, Wait, I listened I to a few. I made it very of clear. Not all of them. We were only listening to the ones I that we chose. I take back my previous statement. You're, I, being, you're really bad at this point. Bueno. <laughs> I definitely no. You said we don't admit that. <laughs> that. That obviously states that you've done this before. I don't you've, know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just he just like was there ever a book that he just like 
you know, Most said yes to. Most like you said something about it. He's like, yeah, yeah, I remember that part. Yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I read everything. <laughs> exactly when I was supposed to read it and recalled as much as I should have recalled. So Bruno, how dare you? What would you like to tell us about the ones you read? I read <laughs> The Cask of Amontillado. Uh, I hope I'm saying that correctly. I mean, they say it like so many times. <laughs> so initially I, I was listening to it and I decided I needed to read it. Like I needed to, to see it. Um, and once I picked it up and, and I was listening to it while reading, because I did, I, 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 I seem, it seems like you didn't enjoy uh, Basil Rathbone. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. <laughs> the wonderful work from it. No, but uh, I did so. I was like really into it because it was like creepy, you know. Uh, and you're right, it does seem very old. Yeah, it's super old. And listening uh, to it while reading it, you know, I finally got to understand it and I got to enjoy the uh, um, what I was listening to. So that's. I'm trying to see if I understand the story. Um, he's he's sick, right? He's dying, and he's like some. He's got a disease of some form, right? And that's why he's coughing so much. No, actually. And so what is it? Um, I forgot. Do you guys we spoilers? We're, yeah, no, we're no, no, no. Go I'm asking. Way? Go ahead. Go okay, for it. so it's about this guy who named uh, Montressor, mm-hmm. who is insulted many times by this guy named Fortunato. Uh-huh. Uh, it's his, it's a friend of me, and for, for sure. Fortunato's the one who's not coughing. coughing. No. He's, no, he's, he's the one who's coughing. coughing yeah. So Fortunato is, um, uh, I think it means like fortunate one in, in, in Italian or mm-hmm. something. Um, Our he, resident Italian speaker. Oh, there you go. <laughs> he, um, you are correct. <laughs> she's growling. I passed the no, first test. Uh, oh. Now she's growling. She's not better. She don't like that. Oh, shit. I don't like you right now. Anyway, go ahead. So um, it's about him really not liking this guy, but acting like his friend. Now, they're both wine connoisseurs. Um, I heard that part where they were yeah. going back and forth about a certain grape. Yeah. I will point out, I didn't know what Amontillado was oh. when I started to listen to this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had to stop. I'm like, they've said this too many times for me <laughs> not to know what this means. Yeah, yeah. Um, we go through that a lot on the podcast, especially with all the uh, the ship the ship uh, ship books. Ship references the and ship all references. sorts of crazy stuff, yeah. Uh, so they're wine connoisseurs. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found out what Amontillado is. Yeah. It's a wine. Yeah. Uh, a well, type it's of a grape. Um, well, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. um, it's a varietal. A varietal. Uh, well, we both work at the same job. <laughs> I know. Are you both the resident... Wine experts? Not experts, but... No, but we, we worked experience. at a wine cellar. Mm. Okay. A famous one. times, yeah. Yes. So, a famous one. Yeah. Um, so, and it's about um him kind of luring him in mm-hmm. um, to his... So then what's the deal with the cough? Oh, he's just sick. But that's it? And drunk. I mean, yeah, that's it. Oh. That's it. Uh, it's also sick and drunk? they're also underground uh-huh. and there's and nitre. And there's like moisture or something? There's nitre on the walls and I think that's just like... That I didn't really see what it was. I mean, it sounds like like we're they're talking about like moisture. Well, they were in the catacombs. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I guess the the air is just really not very well, good. Well, it's to probably a lot of water breathing. down there. There's probably a lot of water and moisture down there. Mm-hmm. It's probably not the place best place to be if you are coughing. Right. Exactly. S- certain smell of decay. Did you like your yeah. story? I loved my story. Yeah. Um, especially once I understood it, uh-huh. <laughs> or I could c- catch on. Um, you know, I only to be honest, uh, I haven't. Had a lot of experience with Poe. Uh-huh. The Raven was something I read very young and barely understood it. Um, and then I got to see this, and I hear so many good things about 
this specific short story. What a crazy story mm-hmm. about, you know. I mean, do you did you remember how it ended? Death, I think. Well, I, I mean, yeah, but then not all the stories end in death. It's, it's it's not the death; it's how he died. Because technically, he didn't die. So hit us end. with it then. Um, he lured him into the catacombs, mm-hmm. where he walled him in and let him die of starvation. Oh, that's what he was building. Yeah, he was oh, okay. building the wall. That, uh, that's why. He, he talked about hearing the screams. Yeah, okay. I just thought, you know, you're in catacombs, people scream. What catacombs have you been in? <laughs> none, because I'm not crazy. <laughs> if it gets too dark in the cemetery, like if it gets if it gets shady, I leave. <laughs> it's like, oh, the sun has moved. Okay, it's time to go. And the cloud rolls <laughs> yes. in. Like, Where'd Dennis go? Pew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're never going to be the protagonist of yes, a I'm, I'm not the brave Negro in this story. Your story, E? Oh, no, the DJ in case you 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 haven't gotten to that point in our podcast, we each got He's DJ's names. Bueno. Oh, uh, um, I, I got DJ Morsa. If he you gave himself that name. What do you mean? Got it? No, no, you gave it you to gave him. it. To I me. gave it to yes. you. I don't even know what that word means. Walrus. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> I think I should be DJ Amnesia because I always forget <laughs> all the uh, all the stuff. Like I, I recommended our last book or one of our last books. Oh my God. I didn't even re- remember it. It was oh, no. such a trip, and it was yeah. a good book too. It was good. It was just a trip. Like I would have loved to take so, credit for that. So, so one is DJ Morsa. Right, uh, right. So Dennis is DJ Cabezón. Cabezón. Oh wow! And I'm, I'm DJ <laughs> No Toca. Yeah. No Toca. <laughs> I thought that would have been her name. Almost. Uh, just for, Ahsoka, just for almost, you. Yeah. <laughs> just to you. DJ Morsa. So I read. Wait, wait, wait. What's Bueno's DJ name? He used to DJ. Oh, that's oh true. yeah. Um, I mean, I don't <laughs> think it would fit in this setting. Right I, mean, I, I mean, I could, but. It's up to you. I'm not in the business anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're probably going to find my MySpace somewhere. <laughs> Ooh, uh, MySpace. Uh, my name was DJ Chameleon. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Or pronounced but, Chameleon. Oh, okay. Like, of like a true Dominican, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chameleon. <laughs> What was I saying? Oh, what the book I read. read. Yes, the city in the sea. That was short. That was a poem. Yeah, it was a poem. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys got all the references to the wonderful devil, and the. I think that basically the poem is the nature of the sea. Uh-huh. It's mm-hmm. gonna kill you. You stay out there long enough, it's going to murder you. I wasn't overly impressed with my story. I was just like, oh, all right. I enjoyed mine. Oh, so tell, me, tell us about it. I enjoyed mine. I forgot the name of the story. Well, the cat, you didn't enjoy it enough. No? Huh? The Masquerade? Yes, yes. Oh, so we were listening to it again here because the first time I went through it on my own, I was like, am I really you know, retaining any of this? Mm-hmm. But the second time I heard it, it kind of stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Just the idea of it. It was, you know, like this red death. Mm-hmm. Like these rooms in this party, in this, in this, this castle, and death is stalking you. In this one room, you know, he's, he starts in this one room, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he's following you through through the whole party. It actually reminded me of an episode of uh, Twilight Zone. I don't know if yeah. you guys have seen it, but there's this one particular episode where this old man is dying, and he asks everyone in the family to put on these masks. Oh, yeah, the pig, the pig the face pig one. That's face the ones. greatest episode. And then uh, they have, like, everyone in his family has to wear these masks until a certain age, until the clock... Sh- Times twelve, and yeah, then yeah. when they take their mask off, their faces have taken on the pig form mm-hmm. of the mask. Well, the and that's kind of what this specifically like a both. Bit. Well, just just because we you know this t- on the tangent podcast. Well, this is an extra episode, <laughs> exactly. so they're gonna have to do it. Um, 
Well, in that in that episode <clears throat> of Twilight Zone, the mask were he he matched the mask to, to your particular personality. personality. Yeah. So if you were you know like some like some were pig faces and others you know like you know just showed their greed mm-hmm. or their or their the, they were ugly yeah, they're, they're faces. U- they're ugly faces. For, I'm, I'm I'm mixing up I'm mixing the episodes because I love the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. but um. You know, some some people wore like a pig mask because they were greedy, and others, you know, it, it was the mask matched your um, your lack of character. Yeah, hmm. or or um, or your particular like sin. Yeah, your particular problem mm-hmm. or everything. So it's like, don't recall that one. Let's watch so it. tell us it's about you. So there's the story, a masquerade there's, party. Yeah, the masquerade party. So there's there's different rooms. There's white rooms and there's blue rooms, mm-hmm. but there's also a red room. Like one of the one of the uh, rooms has glass, you know, glass and glass windows, but they're all scarlet. Mm-hmm. They're blood colored, as they, mm-hmm. they describe them, and this is the room of like the the Red Death. Well, he doesn't show up at first. No, he doesn't show up at first. He shows up, and the host he, is like, "What the fuck is going yeah, on? How dare somebody show up like this, this? Giant man, this, giant, this tall man, he's covered in red, <laughs> and he's you know, he's stalking like the, the party, and it, it's just the, the imagery of it is is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's a party you definitely want to go to. Um, Do you? Yeah, of course. Everyone dies in the end. Yeah, come on. Why wouldn't you want to be there? I Some, mean, somebody you, you don't like is going to die. It sounds like a beautiful party. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the one where the, the, the <clears throat> person who was orchestrating the party was an eccentric, yeah, right? That prince. they were saying that yeah. he was... Well, they were saying he's a madman, right? Yeah. He, is that got, the one? He's, he's got money, yeah. Yeah. What about if you're the person that nobody likes? Then, then you the die. One? But you still get to the party first. I but, mean, that's a good point. <laughs> but everyone dies. Exactly. You're dying right now, Brino. Slowly. Inside. Slowly, yeah. Aww. yeah. Aww. Just not on the podcast. No. Yeah. But if you wanted to, you know, it's on video, so <laughs> it's gonna work out for us. Yeah, no, let's not. No, no. no. Uh, so my, I have my story CPR would be the yeah. best episode ever. No, <laughs> best Halloween episode. Oh, we would definitely get more followers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we get views, not follows. What's going on? What did you feed him in those stuffed shells? Hmm? Um, what did you feed me? They were red. So that's really interesting. A mask of the is called Mask of the Red Death. Yes. Masquerade. That's oh, ma- something. Yes. You Masquerade have or Mask of the Red Death. Esteban's the one with the with the, uh, the he's notes. He's the list person. Yes, he's he's the guy with the notes. I believe I told you about that. Oh yeah. You didn't tell me you were, you were the resident Italian speaker, but. Oh uh, no. yes, yes. Yeah. The Masquerade mm-hmm. of the Red Death. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is a nice story. Yes. Mine was the the. The case, the facts, the something of the Vlad of Vlad or something. Yes, you, yours had the very long <laughs> title. Mm-hmm. The facts in the case of M. Uh-huh. Va- Valdemar. Uh-huh. Val- uh, whatever. Yeah, this, Vladimir? This was, the reason why I picked this story is because I'm a huge fan of Sherlock Holmes, as I've mentioned in earlier podcasts. And so this case, this story sounding like a Sherlock Holmes, I was like, done, I'm taking it. And it starts out and and reads exactly like a Sherlock Holmes. Like it's very very similar in 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 use of language to Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Ex- the the problem I had was um, because the audio quality is so bad that the the story itself is about this person who's not sure if or, or doesn't recall any case where someone's tried to hypnotize a dead person. So he proceeds to do that. He yes. in the story he hypnotizes the dead person and manages to bring them back to life and has a conversation with them. That's right. Every time the narrator, I think it was Vincent Price, is giving the part of the dead person, I couldn't <laughs> fucking understand it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like I am dead. I have been sleeping many years. It's like okay, okay. 
But it was really interesting and I enjoyed it. Yeah, so the audio quality sounds like maybe it was recorded on like uh, vinyl or something. It's like definitely that. probably really yeah. Old. Yeah. So it's, it, and the narration, the quality of the narrators was really good. Like I every enjoyed, once in a while, you can hear the scratching. Mm-hmm. Yes. I enjoyed the like atmospheric mm-hmm. thing of it, but um, playing a story like the one we were playing on a speaker so that everyone could hear it made kind of the mumbly parts of it a little hard to understand. That's right. But. I like stories where they experiment with dead people, like the Frankensteins and the stories about like hypnotizing a dead person yes. to make it sound, like, see if you could bring it back to life. So here's a question. Oh, no. So he hypnotized this guy. Yeah. Which basically kept his body intact. Yeah. So was that cruel? Yes. Of course it is. Uh, no crueler than embalming fluid. No, 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 well, because you're conscious. You're like, right. your brain is active and conscious on some degree. I mm-hmm. don't know if it's 100%. But it was enough to be like, I was dead, I was sleeping. So he knows that he's dead. He can't move, he can't do anything. Who knows if he's feeling hunger, thirst, needs to... Right. You know, nothing. Well, as, as the, I don't know if anybody else here has been uh, preserved with a, me- with a medical coma. No. I have. I didn't remember anything, but I, I think there were dreams. Mm. Hmm. I think they were dreams. Hmm. You know? So um, weird flex, but okay. I mean, yeah, I wasn't, wasn't trying to. <laughs> I wasn't trying to flex in it in any way, but you know, it's, it's a it's a it's a thing I went through. It's a, you know, like I do remember like weird dreams, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it, if that's like a side effect of the coma or whatever. Or like those are like moments of consciousness yeah, that yeah. you're like mind pieces together as yeah. a dream almost. Because I definitely remember like seeing my family, mm-hmm. and they said we spoke. At some point during the coma, <coughs> but I was like, um, I don't remember any of that. Mm-hmm. But you have feel like they you have say, a dream but, of it. But yeah, I think I had like vague dreams about it, or like you know, flashes of like of uh, consciousness, mm-hmm. and that that don't make sense to me. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. Got it. You know what's funny? Huh? Like really small world. Um, someone recommended a, an album to me, uh, a music album that's meant to. Uh, it, oh, I, I got into the Mars Volta recently. Okay. Have you ever heard of them? I've yeah. heard of them. I don't know if I've mm-hmm. heard them. So their first album, uh, De Laust in the Chromatorium, mm-hmm. it's about a friend of theirs who was in a coma. Mm. And it's literally about a self-induced, uh, I think it was a... a like a medically induced coma? I, it was a coma, I think, because he was trying to kill himself. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that wasn't but, mine. But, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 I understand I that. understand you understand that, but I'm just making it clear. <laughs> I was not... Trying to, because the doctor, it was a whole thing. Was yeah, what I'm trying to say yeah. is that um, it was a cra- crazy album. And it was great, but mm-hmm. um, it's just interesting because you know you're talking about like what's it like to be in a coma, and yeah, it's yeah. like I assume that that's what they were going for. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so to like just that whole concept. Now I'm just really interested because like that's th- like two, three things you know. I've, yeah. I've heard synchronicities. About. Yeah. That's really interesting. When I was, I don't know how old, maybe between the years of like 10 to 15 there was a fun thing going around in my circles when because at the time i was living in long island and what they would do is they would have you hold your breath and then they would take their fists and apply them to your throat and they'd have you hold your breath for a series of five seconds and then they would like say a thing right they'd say like la la land or something like that and you'd pass out for a few seconds and then you'd have this like you'd you'd in while you're in this like past us state you'd be like ah, la 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 land and you'd like have this thing and you'd come back and not remember it and they tried to do it to me and i never passed out um but i my friend at the time they did it several times and it would work like she'd she'd not she'd pass out she'd recite whatever crazy nonsense they were gibbering about while she was in the process of passing out and then she'd come back a few seconds later 
and and so I don't want to meet this friend. And why did you refer to that as a fun thing? That's what they were doing. That it was fun to them. I gotta say, first of all, I I I did the two. You did it. (laughs) Yeah. Second of all, I I like to point out that we were very dumb kids to be doing that. That was called the pass out game. Oh, okay. uh, Well, for in in our school. Uh huh. Um, one kid did it. okay, so we were we you go off into pairs, uh-huh. you know one does you and then you do them afterwards. Um, sounds terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had a game like this yeah. in my school. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the same. <laughs> um, someone he held on to me, um, and I was like, this isn't really gonna work, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> all I saw was a lake mm-hmm. and just it was almost like there was an eclipse Ooh. so it was like dark but like i could see across the lake mm-hmm. and all i hear was oh and i, I we weren't told to say anything mm-hmm. we were just it was literally hold your breath and hold you hold you and i all i could hear was like little children singing <gasps> no that's and so i was creepy. like i was like what am i doing here? oh no this worked am i dead and then obviously you know he's supposed to let go when i lose consciousness he let go and right when he let go, I, I, my eyes opened up and I saw him, but then I saw blinks of, of him as I was slowly falling to the side because the idiot let me go. <gasps> so like he let me let me go. Like you're not, you're supposed to hold on to him. Yeah. I, I literally like saw in slow motion as like I was tipping over to the side, bam, hit my head on the ground. Uh, I was what? fine except for like a chichong on my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I assume that's a giant knot. Yeah. Yeah, yes. for those, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a swollen egg. Mm-hmm. You know, bruise. About half of the, uh, maybe a third of the people here got it. Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the um, only one that doesn't speak Spanish. So, well, yeah. abondigas. Thank you, abondigas. <laughs> <laughs> DJ abondigas. Abondigas yeah. means that was the end of the story. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't die. No, obviously. that's great. Yeah, I tried it once and only once because e- even at and at any age yes. they were like, yeah, we're doing this thing and it's fun and you pass out and you hold your breath. I was like, ah, that sounds like a really fucking stupid idea, and so they tried it. And my face turned all shades of red, and there was all sorts of crazy shit going on, and I just never passed out. Yeah. And so, see, when he tells the story, it sounds like he played like light as a feather, stiff as a board, uh-huh. and had like some sort of hallucinogenic, yeah, with it. Yours sounds like somebody was trying to kill you, <laughs> and they turned it into a game. I mean, it might be. We were yeah. all taking turns, and they it's were like, like asked me multiple times if I would do like, it, and finally hey, I was like, here, fine. Just, just you keep you know keep reciting this statement while I I hold on to your neck. Yeah, it's like, basically, it's y- just like, yours sounds like somebody was strangling you. La la you. land, yeah. la yeah. la land, la la land. Yeah. Until you pass out, and you're like in la la land. Yeah. Not gonna lie, no. No. no, no, not gonna lie. It sounds like a post story, like oh. The yeah. friends were we're all playing this knockout game separately, uh-huh. but yeah. I really want to kill this person. Yeah, and it's yeah. just a story about strangling this yeah, person to yeah. death. Did you oh, to, I didn't did you go to school in the catacombs. Back. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Uh, getting back to Poe, what did you guys think of the stories in general? How do you feel after reading about it? Because I so I knew that he was he was popular even at, from his time and going forward because he wrote really morbid stuff. I was mostly familiar with his very popular pieces like The Raven. And uh, Telltale Heart and those kinds of things. They stuck with me. I read them when I was young. I enjoyed them. I'd never really read anything else. So this was like my first foyer into like foyer into like other things. Yeah. Um, the book on the table, it's mine. I still haven't read it. Oh, <coughs> yeah, I have one of those, but mine yeah. is... Um, like I've read, you know, I've, re- I've, you know, I've looked at stuff and, you know, referenced stuff when I mm-hmm. needed to. That sort of thing. I'm going to read the Telltale Heart because mm-hmm. I haven't read it and have heard so much about it. Um, the Raven, I know because of, you know, I'm a... I'm a you know, pedestrian. I 
heard about you know I've heard about it other ways, but I also am familiar with it because of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah. Didn't they do the Telltale Heart as well? I'm not sure. I think they might have. <clears throat> they sure they did. Yeah, Fun probably. fact: Edgar Allan Poe is actually a Bronx site, which is the same place, the same borough that we are uh, currently in. Yes. Currently well, in. You look surprised, Bueno. I, did, I never home, knew that. It's did, the did, home of Old Books Podcast. Did, did you know that you can visit his home? It's a museum. Um, I, when I was reading that, the, the site I was reading from was like the <coughs> museum website. Mm-hmm. Um, I never looked more into it just because I was just like, I had to just oh, keep nice. reading. But I just assumed I did that you knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so dope. So his college is actually by what hospital? The Montefiore, right? Is that it? Uh, well, it's on Fordham Road, the part uh-huh. that where it's on. Yeah. And oh. so you can go see it. It's a little cottage. I'm not sure if it's open at the moment because, you know, I really COVID. wonder. COVID. What the Bronx is like at that time that would make him write all this morbid shit. I mean, it's pretty dreary. I assume there were a lot of crows. <laughs> Maybe. A lot less uh, buildings and things. Yeah. More cottages. The only fun fact I have about him, though, I don't really know much else about him. I don't know what well, the inspiration for it was. has a lot of famous people from it. Mm-hmm. Well, from what I understand, th- also by the house is also they marked the place where he died because mm. Poe was an alcoholic. Poe liked to go out and drink. Mm-hmm. Didn't oh. always make it home. And mm-hmm. one of those nights, he died. Wait. Did he actually die of alcohol poisoning? Was he murdered? They don't say. You don't know? Edgar no. Allan Poe was dark and twisty? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last story that we read was The Raven, which I'm gathering from the table. Most of you guys haven't read or listened to in a long time. Yeah. What did you think? Did it live up to the hype? How do you feel about it against it's, the stories that we read? It still feels the way it did the first time I've heard it. You know, and, and just, you know, just the, the imagery there. It's so kind of vivid to me, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, being in this dark home, this big dark manor and, <laughs> and, you know, just hearing this knocking at the door, like we've all been home at some point and by yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, something knocks at the door and you're like, imagine being somewhere where there's like, there's no doorbell. So it's not like, right. you know, there's a person there and usually it's like a ding dong ditch type situation where mm-hmm. it's like, oh God, now I got to go answer the damn door. But there, I know there's no one there. Just some kid, you know, ringing the bell because he's got nothing better to do. And then you open the door and it's dark outside. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, first of all, I'm not opening the door, as I've said earlier. I'm right. not the brave one here. Um, I will just be in the house hiding while you try to, you know, break in. Um, I'm fine with that. Uh-huh. I'm sure there's a gun somewhere. I have knife, stabby, yeah, yeah. stabby. No, no, I don't, I don't trust myself with a knife. I'll just fall and stab myself. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a thing I think about. I think like that. <laughs> It's like, um, if I pick up this knife and try to defend myself, I'll end up stabbing myself. It's why I don't own a gun. Uh-huh. That and because I'm black and I live in New York. Got it. Um, check, 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 check. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just, it's a difficult thing to do. Like in New York, if you have a gun, and it's like, uh, you, well, we don't want you to have guns type thing. But also, you know, like with the, the, to get back to the story, you know, welcome to the Tangent Podcast. And um, <laughs> yeah. um, just the, you know, like being in a dark place. And somebody knocking at the door, or hearing a sound, mm-hmm. like especially if you live in an old house. I live in my house. The house I live in is a hundred years old, mm-hmm. and so like the the furnace is not that old, but it's like it feels like it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like if you put too much water in the furnace, it knocks like really hard. Oh, like I remember being the f- first time I being in my house by myself and like turning the heat on, and like the fucking pipes are like knocking, 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 and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? And yeah, it's like because yeah. I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but you know, like it's just and it's like a, it's like a violent banging in yeah, the walls. Yeah, yeah, and it's no. like what's in the walls? I know exactly. Exactly what banging, you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I, we don't have, we don't really, our, our pipes actually so, do bang here, but not like that. No, no, no. So so we recently been getting creeped out 
here. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it's going to sound it's, weird. It's happened before for different reasons, but... So, for the past, what, what, two, three nights? So or so, yeah. The dogs will be where we can see them, and the dogs will not have a toy. Mm-hmm. But we can clearly hear a squeaky, a squeaky toy yep. being squeaked. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, dog one, no toy. Dog two, no toy. Who's squeaking the toy? Who's squeaking mm-hmm. the fucking toy? And the crazy thing is, at one point earlier today, I heard the squeaky toy while I was in the living room. Ah. Several hours later, I was in the bedroom and heard the fucking squeaky toy. And in, in both of those scenarios, the dogs were where we could see them and neither of them had a squeaky. Like, we yeah. were looking at the one that usually has the toy, and she was looking at us, and then she turned to look who squeaked the toy. Right. She looked around like, what happened? Yeah. So it's, it's been a... An, yeah, it's been a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Even more recently than the, the, the ominous knock we just heard <laughs> yeah, from the ceiling. The ceiling. Um, neighbors. Was that uh, these guys just went to meet Bueno at the station, and they're, you know, like, and we had, we're all on a, a group text, you know, texting each other back and forth, and, you know, like, what kind of beer we want, whatever, that sort of thing. And I guess, like, a notification on uh, Ariana's phone, which she had left here, yeah, caused yeah. the speaker to, like, make this ominous chirping sound. And I was just talking to him <laughs> earlier about the birds they don't have <laughs> that I'm now hearing. <laughs> and then there are these, you know, like, bird figures on the table. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Excuse my language. All the hell is the... Is that bird sound? We were just talking about how you don't have a bird. Uh-huh. You're not bird people. Right. Why do I keep hearing a bird? Like loud and clear. It's exciting. Yeah. I like has, to keep things spicy. Yeah. There hasn't been a bird here in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Mm. <laughs> Our neighbors, um, I don't know what the fuck they do upstairs. They like they're clogging. Yeah, they're doing something. <laughs> they like to move their furniture. Yes. But they're so very my, on cue for this podcast. Yes. They're our Dutch neighbors. <laughs> Dutch neighbors. <laughs> my, um, my apartment has a long hallway. And sometimes I hear a kid running across it. And I don't know if it's because maybe the next door has a hallway too. Mm -hmm. And they just, I just hear it because, you know, the floors or whatever. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that works. But I hear it all the time. Sometimes while I'm in the hallway, Mm -hmm. just walking, running right by me. And I'm just like, bruh. Like, I really hope this is my neighbors. Like, is this what what happens in horror films where they're just like, oh, that must be the wind. It's like, you know, I'm making excuses for it. (laughs) Well, at least in horror films, you would be in like a house you wouldn't, shouldn't be, shouldn't be in. For, for you know some some random teenage right, you're reason, like, yeah, like going on a trip or breaking into someone's house because exactly. you heard it was haunted, and then exactly. you act like it's well, not. Well, if it's small children running through a hallway, you're actually in a giant hotel. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're writing a novel. Yes, mm-hmm. and you brought your wife and kids. That's right. And it's haunted. Oh man, that's God. such a good story. Yeah. The Overlook Shining. Hotel isn't that a real place though? It is. Yep. Yeah. I am Johnny. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's right. His, his first name is actually John. I keep forgetting that you have other names. <laughs> I mean, we most people do. You bueno. thought I was Bueno Bueno? I thought you were just Bueno. Like, <laughs> my middle, my middle name bueno. is also Bueno. I thought you had one name. I thought you're, you were Cher. You're like Cher. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you were Bueno. That's it. I was like, if I was Bueno, I'd be, I'd be fucking Bueno. Shit. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm cursing a lot. Um, <laughs> so the Raven, Edgar Allan Poe in general, any, anything? Are we fan casting any of these stories? Do we need to? We can. Are we what? Fantastic. Usually we, do a we thing. go through and say, if this was a movie or a TV show or something, what, who would we cast in these, in these right. positions? And usually oh. we do two versions. We'll do like a serious, like who we'd actually like to really like see. And then we do an alternate fan cast that's fucking ludicrous. Yes. Um, 
which I always cast Sean Connery. In we have every a repertoire, yes. so we always cast Sean Connery, <laughs> uh, uh, William Shatner, yes. The Rock. Yes. Keanu Reeves makes several appearances. Definitely. Patrick Stewart. Um, it's a meritocracy, so we only put in people we know would be good or horrible. Oh, horrible. Yes. Yeah. So, Just are there any never characters? anything in the middle? No, never. Never. Are there any characters that you you? I think we just stick to the alternate fan cast. Yes. Who do you think would be ridiculous? I'd like to see The Rock play the guy from The Raven. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would like to cast Jaleel White as The Raven. What? No, he's digging. He yeah. does that. Who? Um, Jaleel White. Uh, Urkel. <gasps> Urkel. Urkel as The Raven, yes. Hmm. Oh, that's great. He I love that. Say, he always says, never more, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm, never more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh rock. my God! You dated the, yourself, actually. The I don't rock think many giving people an eye, the show. people's eyebrows to the Raven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when was, are there any people that you would you would really ratchetly love to see play your characters from your show? I mean, like just a a a, a calm version would be like what Seth Rogen and James Franco. Or, oh, definitely. Uh, you just, Ooh, definitely. Uh, as the question is, who would be the one killing and who would be <gasps> oh, the one getting it? Oh, another version could be Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. And we've seen them play a similar role because they did be No Man's Land. Yeah. But I wouldn't want them to kill one of them to kill the other. <laughs> oh no, but I do. But you do. <laughs> I want to oh. see how they do it. Oh, that would be interesting. I just want to see that now. Yeah. So who who is Patrick? If you're listening, please. I'm surprised they didn't do that on Star Trek. Like have like some sort of Edgar Allan Poe episode. They might. Who knows? Huh. There's like yeah. a thousand <clears throat> episodes. Well, I mean, they they definitely do. Like uh, they had those weird episodes where they had like Shakespeare and stuff. I mean, I call them weird because. They were, you know, not had anything to do with space, and usually mm-hmm, it had mm-hmm. something to do with the uh, the holodeck going wrong. Bueno, tell us more about yourself. Oh, myself? Yes, about um, the whole Bueno. Well, yes, um, I am a filmmaker, and I work. That's about it, really. I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> I'm a filmmaker and I have a day job. Uh, but but filmmaker, what does um, that mean? Does that mean you uh, you are trying to break into the film industry? That you are an independent, you work independently? That you make uh, you know, like what type of films do you make? So um, it's something that I, uh, I'm trying to break into the industry. I'm, but uh, currently just building up that uh, that experience. You know, uh, getting some work done with like-minded people. Um, you know, we have a, a, a web cha- a, a YouTube channel. It's a web channel. So, yeah, same difference. <laughs> um, uh, a YouTube channel with some web series and shorts. Uh, is, should I plug it? Yeah, I mean, why not? I, don't, I don't know how I you mean, guys do with plugs. No, no, no. Uh, we, we do the whole thing at the end of every right. podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so on YouTube, it's uh, Twist to the Story Productions. Mm-hmm. Twist um, to the Story? Yes. Spelled twist to properly? The story. No weird. No. No weird thing. Cool. There's twist no big two in the middle of it. There's no there's no Y in twist yeah. <laughs> or two. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's twist to the story productions. Yeah. So we uh, you know, we work on uh, um, shorts, and it normally started with you know we had a web series called Happenings, which was a, a horror anthology, um, and it, it was something dear to us and something that we worked on. And then it helped us progress to where we are now. Nice. Currently, you know, we did take a break just like everyone did because of the quarantine mm-hmm. and everything. Okay. You can't really film much. Uh, not, you know, nobody wants to come out. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that that's what I do. And okay. uh, progressing cool. towards the industry, industry, of course. Oh, good. I'm a big movie buff. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm trying to make that a career. So. Okay. 
that was great to hear. Unless you're going to do it. Did we do all the fun casting? Um, we really didn't start. I mean, we didn't. Sort of so I was going to say, because um, you were talking about, you know, Edgar Allan Poe in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I honestly never gave him a fair chance. Um, and I don't know why, because. I would so, guess, if, if I could guess, it was that it's. It's one of those things. It's like if you're nerdy, people think, "Well, this is what you like," or "This is a, this is a type of thing that you would do." So Poe isn't like a nerdy thing. It's like uh, I think I think it falls in the category of like where you you think of it as intellectual and poet mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Where like you know poetry poetry nerds are like a specific type of group. They're you know like drama nerds <clears throat> right. type of thing. You know, it's like. But it also I think because I I first heard about Poe when I was very young. Mm-hmm. And the poem Raven and um, and Telltale Heart, they're not hard to read. They're they're kind of they're like in that juvenile age range of like early teen adolescence, and so I think he as a writer as a an author a poet gets kind of seen in that age bracket of like this is an adolescent yeah, author. That too. You don't really bother to pick it up as an adult and go back and reread it and realize like oh shit he just wrote about somebody locking some other, somebody else up in this thing and listening to them like starve to death like yes. really morbid stuff and you don't think about it going back I don't think that's morbid that's more like a like a fat tent type thing. <coughs> what? like a fat tent you know like you know you put them in place and you starve them until such time as you think they're attractive what? yeah exactly see, <laughs> see, how, see how weird that just got no. I can do that all the time it's just a thing I can do <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Something uh, something interesting about those two works that you said, uh, Raven and Telltale Heart. Telltale Heart. Um, those are things that uh, uh, um, works that we got to experience when we were young. I did for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is that they've been remade into many. They've been adapted into many things. I mean, you said a Simpsons yeah. does everything. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. um, even earlier, I think we mentioned. Well, I don't know what the podcast was recording though. We were talking about the um, uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah, I think, I yeah, think yeah, those yeah, have been made was, into yeah, Twilight yeah. Twenty of those episodes, yeah. or some form of it. So it's like really awesome that like you know it, it it keeps being remade to like you know even in this time where like definitely kids are not I feel like kids aren't reading Poe as much as they should be mm-hmm. even in school um, they get to experience it in another form yeah and then maybe you know when they're older and they can you know, they can um, kind of get it exactly yeah, yeah, yeah and that's kind of what happened with me because. Um, you know, I, I love film, and, 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 and you'll see, you know, when we talk about Sleepy Hollow, you know, um, I love film, and I love, uh, even even if it's uh, adapted, it's something, you know, that it's based off of work. I see that, and then I use that to judge the mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I'm going to look at, you know, the, the original work, and I'm going to be like, okay, you know, this is how it should have been, you know, because obviously that's what came out first, but... You know, in the back of my head, I'm always like, but that's not how it was in the movie. That's and, you know. the problem that I have. And I kind of I have this conversation several times with people when it comes to adaptations for things. I'm, I'm very much a purist. I, I really fall in love with the original content most of the time. And that's kind of that's what I want to see represented in film or in TV show with live action, anime, whatever it is. I want to see the true form of whatever it was it was originally pulled from. Mm. And there's always some sort of artistic license taken with the adaptation in some way that I'm like, but the character's not like that. But the story didn't go like that. What the fuck? In my mind, 
I don't mind the adaptation <clears throat> as long as it's it takes me to a place I didn't think of myself. Mm-hmm. Like if it's something I I could have thought of, and I don't think much of my you know my ability to think in that in that way, um, then I'm like, oh, this is boring. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just doing some sort of pop culture reference, right? Kind of thing. It's like, um, what if we put Zach Galifianakis? Not get Zach Galifianakis. Um, even though that would be great if like Zach Galifianakis <laughs> did like horror and stuff like that. You'd think he'd be awesome at it. But I meant like a. Uh, like uh, Zach Morris or something, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like something or like a uh, some some teeny bopper, like in in some version of like uh, obviously when Johnny Depp did uh, Sleepy Hollow. In, mm-hmm. in, in, uh, I actually haven't seen that in so long. I don't even really. Yeah, it was so it. good. It was so good. But I remember that. I remember seeing it for the first time on video actually in a friend's house, but his house was so dark. Ooh. And he had this he had this German Shepherd, Ooh. She, and she was sweet, but just the fact that she was like growling in the corner. Made it so great. Made it a great experience. Wow. And he, he, you know, he was the he was the friend who had you know the best high def system. So it was like you know even though the TV was kind of small and the picture wasn't great, but the sound was like knocking everywhere. Mm. Just you know, just just the, the the thumping of it. Okay, it was, so, it so let's great. let's do it then. So we all the second the the other part. We so we read <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe and we also read uh, Sleepy Hollow. I which is also in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Um, what did you guys think? Tell me. I was surprised how short it was. Why? Well, I had never read Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. I've always I just watched the movies. Did or the d- yeah, so same. in my mind, I was like, oh, so this is going to be one of those epically long. And then when I started looking up for the to do the podcast, I'm like, why is this so short? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's a short story. I was like, so they're, they're, they're they just fluffed they, it up. They added a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, okay. So I listened to it, and I'm like, no, I, I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I see why they add stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of a lot of stuff in there. Like, the they, they spend a lot of time talking about how he looks yeah. and a lot of time talking about how he is basically a scavenger yeah. bouncing from house to house um, and just, and uh, like, roving around. Um and there's actually very, like, the climax of the story is maybe, like, a 20th of the whole story. It's just this tiny yeah. little thing um, where where he actually, like, meets the, the Headless Horseman. Yeah. Kind of. Sort of. Maybe. We don't know yet. So something I, I, I went through is uh, I definitely went exactly through that. Um, you know, my movie mind went, like, but what (laughs) (laughs) i saw the the length of it and i was like oh this is great like this must be some fast reading he's doing in the audio book um it it was initially i started with that mindset and i was just like well this is i don't know i don't think they're gonna be continuing you know like doing the whole story that i saw in growing up you know and um it it was really interesting though because i had to kind of forget that mm-hmm. forget about that because i knew i wanted to you know enjoy it or like to, to take it in for the first or, time exactly for it was the first time for me as well um so i tried to just enjoy it and that last part you know it it's so it it does rev up i know it's short you know compared to the rest but mm-hmm. it does rev up and you know if you put it in your like try to picture uh, picture it while you're reading it you can really get some uh, a good tense moment yeah um but it's crazy that you know you go from thinking this whole thing is going to be tense moments to then you're reading it and uh-huh. uh, um, he's just very descriptive. Yeah, uh, uh, Washington Irving, 
um, just very descriptive and just he definitely puts you there, but sometimes you're like, why? Yeah. yeah. Why do I need to know the all that? First Go, get to the first half of the story, stuff. I didn't it had like very little to do with the actual story itself and and the climax. Like, but I felt like that. This I felt like that before in the podcast. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, for sto- sure. Story stories we read, and I'm like, why am I learning about this whale? Yeah. Why Why do I need to know this? We right. Read, but we read a lot but, of but that's stories. but the <laughs> thing is, you like, need to know citations. Yeah, exactly. The what I'll say is like. A Moby Dick size story. There's gonna be fluff. Yeah. There are gonna be tangents and yeah. and things of that nature because yeah. it's a massive story. That's right. This was a tiny short story, mm-hmm. and even in this short story, it was like okay, if you lopped off the first half and just told me that a guy, f- you know, falls for a young lady and he's trying to woo her, and then Mister Bootstraps show- shows up at the la- you know, and and she's faking getting his interest to make Mister Bootstraps, and then you know, you could have summed it all up mm-hmm. the fir- the second half of the story, yeah. and and. I don't think I would have been missing, you know. If anything, now I look at things like Johnny Depp and I'm like, technically that's not the right casting because you're not long and gangly with a giant apple, you know. And, and well, we know why he was put in there. Because it's like, he's creepy. Yeah. yeah. Well, not just that because he's in everything that um that particular director does. Mm-hmm. Oh, what director? Um, that's um the the. the you want it? You want yeah, 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 Tim Burton. It. Thank you. I couldn't remember. Oh, it got it, got yeah. it. Oh, I Tim Burton puts him in like everything. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but it's like Leonardo me, DiCaprio and everything you know, Scorsese does. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was just like, yeah. no, they could have cast somebody that looked different. It definitely wouldn't have been him if they were going for accuracy. Yeah, like uh, it's like Medea being everything Tyler <laughs> Perry does. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of casting, the only person I could think of that fits the bill is, what's his name? Long nose, played the pianist. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what Adrian, I thought Adrian too. Brody. Yeah, Adrian Brody <clears throat> would have been uh, a really interesting casting for that. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Why do I always think of him when I think of a character with a big ass nose? Because he's got a big ass. Because he's got a big ass nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's nothing getting by that. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be someone else though. I don't know. He's known for his nose. Like, um, I don't know any other characters that wouldn't be. Is he known for his nose? Yeah, he's, yeah, his nose is very much prominent in a lot. Well, I know it's prominent. I just didn't no. Know I mean, like in, in like his uh, his. Not just as his face, but also like, <laughs> like yeah. how people know him. It's like yeah. uh, you know, big nose actor. It's like people like Adrian Brody. It's oh, like got it, thing, yeah. got it. I wonder how he feels about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good actor. Yeah, he's yeah. great. No, he's wonderful. Um, I I did like the fact that um, Ichabod Crane, as a person in the book, was very interested in in lore, in witchcraft, in in all of that kind of stuff, and and how they mentioned that anywhere he went, he would always end up being like. It's it's weird. It's almost like if you were doing like an MMO and you pick like the ugliest character and then you put all the charisma all the way up. Like that's yeah. what I imagine this <laughs> character being is just like a really that's gangly, <laughs> like that's a tall, hilarious. gangly person who just somehow and somehow just like charisma stacks on high and can just like. But, but you're also not thinking about like the way he was described mm-hmm. in a modern sense because obviously you're a modern person. Mm-hmm. So it like being tall in that way was yeah. probably more was probably more attractive back then. It wasn't. No, you don't because think so? they they said like he he was he looked like he was kind of starving all the time. Yeah, but I but I, he I, was I would just you know like. Like, in the way, like, in some cultures, uh, fat people, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you're rich. Mm-hmm. It's like, because the only way you could be fat is right, if you right, have right. a lot of money. And, like, uh, I, I think to some extent, like, there was that idea, like, how people with very light skin, mm-hmm. very pale-looking people, it was like, that was the thing to be. Like, oh, 
oh, you're very pale. Like, whereas now it's like everybody's tanning. Mm-hmm. It's like even if even if you're you know you're black or brown, you're like no, I, I tan I, just a little bit. It's I like, don't what? think it's that because they like they one other way to say that it was things like how he would make himself extra useful to the mothers at the houses he was staying in, mm-hmm. and how he had all these stories everyone wanted to know about. So eventually, like people would be listening to him telling his stories, yeah. even though it made him extra paranoid on the way home. Well, I guess if um, I was staying with a lot of people, I would try to make myself at least interesting. Charisma stacks on high. Yeah. So, I just. I would say, though, that something I was disappointed with, and and I guess, I mean, I don't know if that was the intention, but I liked him. Like, I wanted him to succeed. And then it, it just not, not just because he was the protagonist, but just, you know, he, he was the underdog in mm-hmm. that, in that you know, uh, thing uh, that Trist, you know, trying to get that, uh, was it, was her name? <laughs> Katrina Van Tessel? Was that something? Was that? Yeah, Van Tessel, oh. Van, Van Tessel something. Yeah, so he, um, I wanted him to succeed and to see him leave early and everything and yeah. i was just like bro bro what are you doing like there's an opportunity here. i mean i i i realized that you know brom bones that's mm-hmm. the other guy's name kind of brom bones how, how do you fight that how do you like <laughs> win against a guy named brom bones right i did appreciate the the little detail they gave us into the horses of each person and it helped when when ichabod was being chased down by the headless horseman the fact that he, like we kind of knew that his horse was like uh, like a, a war veteran almost, and and that the horse would be running added added a little bit of extra to the whole scene. It was kind of nice. I appreciated the little detail. Mm. Hey, you over there mm-hmm. with the headband, speak some. Um, <clears throat> I kind of feel the way they set up his character is, in a way, to show us why he would leave. Mm. For instance, the fact that he was into the magic, that he would look up all this stuff. And then he hears a story, and this giant buff guy decides to play a trick on him. Maybe a normal non-believer might be like, there's something fishy here. But a believer is packing his shit and going home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they set him up to be someone who would dive fully into this mm-hmm. which wait yeah. hang on what are you, are you talking about at the end where they're like we don't know what happened to him but we they there's a story that he left to some other city where they're like he he is a lawyer somewhere mm-hmm. blah, blah 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 and they're That's like all we found was a though yeah it's not confirmed could be it could be that he he did meet the headless horseman you never know no they found a pumpkin and brom got his woman uh, I don't know. Generally, I think people named Brom would get their woman. <laughs> Brom Bones. Mm-hmm. I like to, I honestly, because, you know, he was the character that I was rooting for, and it sounds weird to say this after saying that, but I wish, I, w- I hope that he died. <laughs> because oh, wow. I'd rather he died than, you know, ran off uh, to, you know, not be shamed. It sounds like he was successful, though. It sounds like he ran off to be a successful, he made it all the way to the government system. Like he, I think he, by the time he was done, he was like in the justice or something. Right. So it wasn't like he ran off and it became some fucking bum. Like <laughs> he did the things. He's gonna. He's gonna. No bum. <laughs> you definitely think he's definitely thinking about Katrina though. Come on. Unless he found some 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 something over here, you know, some no? bay, some bay <laughs> mm-hmm. in in New York in City. New mm-hmm. York. And you know he's got a better job. Mm-hmm. Probably can you know. Eat more and exercise, so he's not all skinny and Do people look like a scarecrow. Yeah, it, it's called working. No, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Because 
Think, think about like when they describe what he did. Mm-hmm. He would teach at schools. Then he would just go hang out with the mother and a child. Mm-hmm. Labor intensive wise, this dude oh, wasn't he was doing banging much. all the moms. Maybe. No, that's that's what that means. You hanging out <laughs> with kids and their mothers, you banging the moms. Going up to mom being like, like is there anything I can do? He's such be a good service? teacher. I bet you he is. Mm-hmm. And he Disgusting. Would, and he would sing. Exactly. He's got See? the voice. That's what I'm saying. Charisma stacks. Yep. That was a perfect analogy, by the way. Yeah. As a gamer, I I am grateful for that one. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, his he he left his strength at one, and uh, <laughs> Brown Bones like I'm gonna smack you. That's right. Mm-hmm. Clearly, his agility. This is just makes high. me think of what's his name from the last book that we read from the the. Um, Flatlands. No, no, no. <laughs> um, Tale of Two Cities. Ah. Um, in that whole scene where the guy is like, "Oh, she doesn't want me. I'm I'm so glad I got." Rid of her. Oh, and Jesus. Just imagining that. Uh, the lawyer. The lawyer, yeah. Last book. There's a lawyer. Tale of Two Cities. He seems to uh, have a high opinion of himself. Mm-hmm. And he decides, a- anyone who can't see it, I just did the, the, the air quotes, air <laughs> uh, that uh, he no longer wants this young, beautiful woman that he doesn't want. Well, what, so so he goes and he's like, he goes to a dear friend of his and he goes, I'm, I've decided that I'm going to make this woman my wife. And the friend of his goes, really? Uh, are you sure about that? Because you better make sure before you show up on her door. She's not, the, you're not the only one that's courting her and there might be someone better than you. And just on the mere chance that he might not be selected, he's like, well, you know what? She's a stupid bitch. I don't want her anyway. <laughs> I mean... Has anybody else here done that? No. You haven't done that? No. Oh, okay. Sorry, Dennis. You just outed yourself. I, 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 I knew I was, but I'm just saying, it's, at some point, if you feel like you're not going to get great consideration, uh-huh. like if you're like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a catch. I'm a good guy. Uh-huh. Um, and I, if I think that you, if I'm going to have to try too hard, uh-huh. it's like you're not worth it. Mm-hmm. It's nope. just a, con- it's a conclusion you come to at some point. It's like, um, I'm worth a certain amount of effort. On, on the part of, of part of someone else. Obviously, I would give effort, but if I think, like, I'm going to have to try too hard to get something, and maybe, you know, like, you, you recognize the imperfection in other people. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you don't think of yourself as perfect, but it's like... It's well, like, something must have made you want this person no, to No, that's what I'm saying, but it, at some point, you have to, you, it's like risk versus reward. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, if I try too hard and I get what I want, I'm going to have to continue that, that level of energy uh-huh. for the entire relationship, however long you're going to be. Like, if, you, if you're doing that just for sex, it's one thing. Uh-huh. But if you're doing it for actual relationship, mm-hmm. it's like, well, am I going to have to always be this you know, this enthusiastic about you? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you get tired. I'm being honest. It's no, like, no, it's, it's fair. So, it's yeah. fair. So, so, Dennis, much like the lawyer in the book, are you looking for a, a nice widow with some children and lots of money? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? That that's who he ended up getting. She's financially stable. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's uh she's already had love in her life, uh-huh. so she's not expecting much. What and you mean she's not expecting much? <laughs> she's had love. Uh huh. So now she whatever she gets, whatever else she gets is a plus. That's not how it's that like, works. He's dead. I'm breathing. It works. <laughs> that's not how that works. Is it not how that no. works? Well, maybe that's why I'm still alone. That's probably why, because that's not how that works. <laughs> It was the best of times. It was the worst. <laughs> That's of times. right. Exactly. That's right. No fuck. I'm out of here. I'm <laughs> out of here. Um, 
Do we want to fan cast this story? Right, before we do that, can I just request that anybody who uh, knows anyone who's just been widowed uh, <laughs> and, is, and is looking for a nice young man to uh, to, to talk with. Uh, and who's not expecting much in and return. And who's not expecting much in return. Maybe just a little company. Uh-huh. I'd be glad to you know, offer my services. Got it. You can take that to mean whatever you like. And, and where can they reach you? Uh, at uh, Twitter. <laughs> 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 What's your handle? <laughs> at dmelo at dmelo bk. Got it. Yes. Perfect. So now you now you know. If you don't know, that's then right. You know. Uh, <laughs> bueno side eyeing like this motherfucker. <laughs> so hear me out. The handle every week and it's ne- it has nothing has changed so far. <laughs> how about how about Katrina's played by Christina Ricci? Um. Hellas Horseman is played by Christopher Walken. Wait, wait, wait. Um, you're going too fast. I'm not the one that knows. It's no- the actual same casting as the movie. Yeah. I was just <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know that Just because I didn't say Johnny Depp. I don't yeah. remember. The, I don't. I haven't seen it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You don't even remember. No. Oh, okay. I didn't was, even know he was, was in this movie. Christopher Walken's one of my faves. That's I right. didn't know that. Um, so can we not cast the it's movie? The o- <laughs> it's the only movie where he actually, there wasn't a lot of lines for him. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't be all walking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it still came out. Like even in his, you know, his his, his bravado mm-hmm. of the headless horseman. Wait, he, so who was he? He was the headless horseman. He was. He, the, was? he was the Hessian. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I don't have a head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh man. But when his head grew back, he still, you know, he still had his swagger and everything. He's, Wait, he was still very much walking. That didn't actually happen. Yes, did it? it did. Oh yeah. Did it? Yeah. Oh god, that's cringy. I guess oh, we have to add no. that to our list of movies to watch. Yes. No. Well, we have this running of, list of movies. It's kind of a movies. quick one, too. Yeah, we have a running list of movies that we can, that we want to watch and then have a podcast to discuss yeah. the movie. I forgot who book. played Brahms. I, I I remember the actor, but I don't remember his name. It was... Why do I want to say Casper Van Dien? It's exactly that person. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, Starship Troopers. Rico? Yeah. She won't remember, but... No, no, no. Yeah. That, that, that's literally my extent of Casper yeah, like, Van Dien knowledge. Yeah, does, I mean, did he do anything else? Stargate? Did he do Stargate? No, right? No, no. I think, no. wasn't he, didn't he play a Tarzan once? Jesus. I'm pulling this I don't know why I remember these things, but I do. Anyway, so let's just jump straight to Stupid Cast. Um, alternate fan cast. There's fan casting and then there's alternate fan casting. Well, I want to see, uh, what's his name? The guy who played <gasps> uh, Smeagol. Play everything. Oh, a whole movie of Smeagol. The, um, There's so circus? many different yeah, camera circus, angles. Yeah. So many camera angles. Andy Circus as a headless horseman. Definitely want to see that. I feel like that's not. I mean, yeah, you know, you got the motion capture, but like, no. But I think he's a good actor. I think if like if we saw less of him animated and more of him acting. But how much acting is it? Wait, who is he playing? He's I, the headless horseman. There's not much acting. <laughs> it's riding a horse. He's acting without a head. <laughs> but it's riding a horse. <laughs> but I've never seen him ride a horse before. No, uh, no, I mean, that's no, a good no, point. No. I mean, he probably, well, no, he probably rides a good horse. What? I don't know what I wanted to answer. <laughs> what? I don't, know, I don't know what to say to that, you know? What? He probably rides a horse well. Okay. That's what okay. See, I, I, I think that I can discuss with you. I can agree on. But the other thing, I'm going to leave that alone totally. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! This All is right. a family podcast, by the way. I have to rate this episode M. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
they don't read for us <laughs> no motherfucker I, how would they know <laughs> i'm the one that has to put if it's for children yeah. or not yeah, there's not a. Is there like not a podcast uh, <laughs> motion picture association of America? No. <laughs> oh, so you, you you put all the little e's. Yeah. Oh. Well, no, I I put for adults because we curse. Yeah, that's right. Because not uh, all of them have sailors. the little e. I'm like, ooh, explicit. What did I say this time? Like sailors, <laughs> name, like sailors named Ishmael. Oh, you see an e? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of the episodes have. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. E for everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, with a dirty mind. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about riding horses. Um, you just thought they listened to all the right. podcasts and then they'd be like, yep, yep, there's a curse. We're going to put the E on it. Well, I, I assume it's like everything else in our wonderful world. There's some kind of software and it's like, it knows certain words and it's like, ooh. Well, I also think we lose all the kids at book podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, if it makes you feel better, when I was a kid, this is a random fact about me, when I was a kid, I used to think that movies were made in the movie theater. What? Like I thought when I thought that they were made like I thought the studio was in the movie theater. So like when the movie was over and like I enjoyed it, I'd look at the usher like, "Yo, good job! Oh, you shit. did it. You guys did great!" <laughs> like, wow. so I wonder what yeah. brought you to that conclusion. I don't know. It just it just happened. I went to the movies a lot as a kid too. So. Oh, okay. No, but I just huh. like um. I listened to another podcast, Your Mom's House podcast, uh, by Tom Segura and his wife. Christina P. Mm-hmm. And um, she talks about these things she used to do as a child or, you know, growing up that she recently has to, as an adult, mm-hmm. has decided to stop doing or change. Which is? Like, uh, one of them was uh, drying herself off completely. Okay. It was like, it was like um, I always had problems putting on clothes. Or, like, she would say, I would always have problems putting on clothes, you know, like, putting on jeans and stuff because my body was still wet. And she was like, you know what I can do? I can dry myself off after I get out of the shower. And I'm like... Who does things? And you wonder how those things kind of start. Oh, got it. Yeah. So, like, the movie thing is, like, like, a, like I know as a kid, I'm sure I had dumb, you know, like, dumb things I did or dumb things I thought. Mm-hmm. And it's like, where do those things come from and why weren't they edited out of it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> why not, weren't not they edited out? The movie out. thing was dumb, but it was just like, it's just like a wonder how things like that get started. Huh. Anyway, most of that's probably going to get it's uh, fine. It's... edited out because it's way far away from... From the stories, you're gonna but enjoy that. The tangent yeah, no. podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> the tangents don't make it. Um, are we fan casting at all? I know that you had thrown some names out. Um, well, it's basically for a movie we've all seen. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you. but we've casted other movies before. That's true. The Monte Cristo's been made two or three times, and we casted it. Yeah. So, who would you ridiculously want to see? I kind of want to see The Rock as Ichabod. I don't know. Wow. I wonder what that would look like. That would look ridi- ridiculous. But then again, I never but thought I'd see the But as muscly, as his muscly self pretending to be a skinny person. I got this. <laughs> okay. All right. Go for it. The Rock is Ichabod. Okay. And Kevin Hart is Brown Bones. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yeah, that works already. Yes. And that reminds me of, like, uh, someone always talks about... Uh, uh, I, I, did you see this uh, thing on, uh, on Facebook? I said somebody talks about but. It was I saw it on Facebook where they said that they wanted um, they wanted to see a, a, a movie where the villain is Daniel Radcliffe, not a like, like not a, a, a somebody playing Dan like yeah. not not a, a you know actual Daniel Radcliffe, mm-hmm. not, not a Radcliffe but, type, but played by um, uh, what's his name that was in uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, Elijah Wood, Elijah yeah. Wood, yeah. Played so by Elijah, Elijah Wood, Wood playing and, Daniel Radcliffe, and, yeah. And his his sidekick uh-huh. is 
the character's name is Elijah Wood, oh. and it's played by Daniel Radcliffe. That's cute. <laughs> I like that. And I'm just like, like, who thinks of these? How <laughs> drunk or high are you? Who would you cast? Dominican with a headband. Mm. DJ Morsa. As opposed to Dominican with a face mask. DJ somebody or other. We don't have a name for you yet. We ain't using your old name. I, mean, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, don't use my old name. How do you say phantom in, in Spanish? Phantom. Phantom. <laughs> phantom O. Hello. <laughs> Very Americanized <laughs> Latino. It's literally like, I don't know. Let's just try to say it in Spanish. Phantom. <laughs> no, no. I said it. Phantom O. Phantom O. Phantom. That just no, sounds no, like no. a fantisma. <laughs> Well, hmm, I haven't casted him in anything in a while. At least I don't think so. So who should Samuel L. Jackson be? Ooh. Oh, well. <laughs> well, he can't be headless because we need him to say something crazy. This is true. Why? Okay, he can be. I have a question. Go. Oh, oh. Um, what if uh, we never hear him talk, right? Because obviously we never do. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, right at the end, when he <laughs> when Ichabod is you know laid out because uh-huh. he fell off, and then he just drives, I mean, r- rides past him on the bridge, he just says one motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 we just get the, that that like whisper haunt motherfucker. Yeah. So now I'm thinking like, what would what, what would uh, Ichabod? I was trying to think. Uh, I was thinking about the name of the, the film, and it wouldn't be Ichabod Crane. It would be uh, no, but it wouldn't be Ichabod. No, it definitely wouldn't be Ichabod. Ichabod is alien. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, I was God. thinking of what Stevie Hollow would would have looked like if it was oh, directed by. Oh, I thought by, you um, were going to say Stevie Wonder. From no, just <laughs> he could be Atlas Horseman. He's already blind. Oh. 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 <laughs> What? Too soon? <laughs> the man is in his eighties and he's still having children. He's fine. Is he? Yes. He just had a he just had a newborn like last year or the year before. Oh. Why? Why is That's it a bad so thing? Sad. Anyway. Why guys get get ladies? He doesn't see age. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> oh no. See? And you and I was just mentioning I didn't even bring him up and I was getting the odds. I didn't see that coming. Another needed to hate See, you. You, look at that. Look at that. You're horrible. You're horrible. You both fucking fired. <laughs> Fire. Anyway, I was I was trying to say, I was wondering what uh, Sleepy Hollow would look like if it was directed by, um, uh, what was his Martin name? Scorsese. No, not Martin Scorsese. <laughs> really um, hard to Spike Lee. Uh, the director of Django Unchained. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Ooh, There'd be um, a lot more con- conversation. Well, definitely Samuel Jackson would be in it. Yeah, and he probably sure. would be uh, the headless horseman, and somehow he'd, get he, he'd find a way to get him to say motherfucker too. He'd find a way for him to sit down with. He probably, he'd probably be the motherfucking whole, horseman, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and have a whole conversation. Yes, mm-hmm. and then a just big bloody climactic exactly. battle. It would be cool though, for sure. Yeah. but still. Yeah. <laughs> so who should be Ichabod? Mel Brooks. <laughs> like <laughs> like Mel Brooks now? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Well, Mel Brooks is always Mel Brooks. I don't yeah. think he's changed much. He's just gotten older. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. He's older. Yeah. Like, let me... Uh, oh, we've never cast him in anything. Who? Mel Brooks? Oh, no. no. Chappelle. Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. He's not a very good actor. 
He's doesn't have to be. We cast a, William Shatner for Christ's sakes. No, William Jackson is great at what he does. Oh, please. At being William Shatner. There's exactly. A, there's a <laughs> horseman <laughs> coming at me. <laughs> exactly. But where's oh, his God. head? That movie would be so long. And for yeah. no reason. And if we didn't have Shatner's horrible acting, we wouldn't have, uh, what's his name? Uh, Spock's great acting. That's Let anymore. Let anymore. Exactly. It, it one accents the other. It's complimentary. <coughs> no. I no, you don't think so. think so. No, I oh. think William. Sh- I, no, they're out there in separate leagues. Ah, <laughs> Nimoy. Anyway. Oh, you know what? That's another actor we could cast in place of Addy. Um, Brown. Big nose. Yeah. The big nose actor. What's oh, his name? Uh, <laughs> Adrian Brody. Yeah, yeah. We could do uh, Zachary Quinto. Hmm. He's another one that could probably do a kind of a role like that. He's he can be long and, and gangly. True. Anyway, mm-hmm. are we done here? I think so. I don't know. I mean, the, the fan casting seems to be kind of fizzled out. <coughs> yeah. Because a lot of these have films already, and they have all. But I don't care about betrayed. the films. No, I'm just meaning that. Um, I think a lot of us are. Are we satisfied with the movies and things we've seen of the, the subject matter we've seen tonight? Um, if we're done here, then we can say our goodbyes. Why don't we say goodbyes? And we can share our our handles. (laughs) Um, Is there anything else you guys wanted to add? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I have one final fan cast. Go for it. Um, Jack Black as Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, yeah, that could be good. I I could totally see that with the hair and everything. You know, I'm surprised you don't cast Jack Black more often. This is true. Are you a Jack Black fan? Oh, Oh, big time. Big time. I mean, I got I got my Tenacious D hoodie that I was wearing right. all day today. We've seen him live in concert twice. I think. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, twice. jealous! Jealous am I? Uh, yes. Well, w- one of the times we went was actually out in Canada. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank you to everyone who listened to the episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, oldbookspodcast.com. We also have an email, suggestions at oldbookspodcast.com. Yes. If, you wanna, if you have a favorite Edgar Allan Poe story and we didn't listen to it, you can let us know what it is, and we will, because we have the entire collection of them now. Yes. Um, you want guys want to call yourselves out? Sure. Well, 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 but before that, Buena, why don't you tell people where they can reach you and talk to you? And yeah. And mention your podcast. Thank you, Buena, for joining yeah. us. Oh, you said my podcast. <laughs> I was like, what? Not podcast, uh, uh, YouTube channel. Um, I used to have a podcast, actually. Oh, um, it, uh, yeah, uh, thank you for having me. Um, this was awesome. Yeah. Um, and just, it was awesome from the, the moment, you know, uh, we talked about what we were going to read because delving into it, you know, it was awesome. Yes. Uh, I said awesome way too many times. That's okay. It's um, awesome. My, I, I think I said it before, but um, uh, Twist of the Story Productions is a, uh, YouTube handle um, and on IG if you want to follow me I mean I guess uh, it's always undercore, underscore stay underscore focused mm-hmm. well, you're always those, stay focused you're one of those underscore people a you little know. bit that's uh, just my little amateur photography one uh, so uh, yeah awesome. thank you for having me mm-hmm. this was awesome for sure <laughs> I hope that you join us for future episodes yeah, for we sure. always like having guests on here oh yeah you're, you're I'm, number two. I'm at <laughs> I'm at D D Mellow BK on Instagram and Twitter. Uh-huh. At Space Reaver on uh Instagram. Yeah. And uh Twitter as well. Yep. And Darth Tobias is also used to be. Yeah, the snorer. Well that's 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 the the dogs. They yes. they have their own Instagram. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's Darth Tobias and there you can find the one that was growling at the beginning of this. Her name yeah. is Ahsoka. Yes, like the uh Ahsoka Tano. 
and also Toby, who's usually snoring in the back of yes. our episodes. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you think. If you want to support this podcast, you mm-hmm. can stop this episode and send it off to someone who likes Edgar Allan Poe and or The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Please reach out. Let us know what you think. And, you, and even if you hate watching the podcast, please uh, let us know. Maybe. <laughs> um, views are views. That, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's also YouTube. We recorded all of this. We're in costumes. So if you want to see us oh, in costume. True. I dressed as Death from Sandman. You can see I the squiggle. I am Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. I, I am a ninja of the Leaf Village. None in particular. Oh, okay. And then <laughs> our guest. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, the Black Phantom of the Opera. The Black, the Black Phantom of the Opera? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not, not that I'm black. Well, I mean. Yeah. Nobody, 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 nobody even went there, guy. You just, you just, <laughs> can we just cut okay. this part out? Okay. Yeah. I guess, yes. No, no, no. It never happens. Yeah. You're yeah. fine. Nobody's thinking black. I mean, the YouTube goes up under yeah. it. So, uh, this, the YouTube video will be two hours long. That's it's right. going to oh, be going completely wrong. unedited. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. The, the podcast episode will be about an hour. That will be the full two hours. Yes. Anyway, we outie. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. Um, next up Letters. will likely be Sweeney Todd, That's maybe. Right. Um, so we'll catch you soon. That's right. Bye. Bye. Adios. Bye.